Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad to have you with us. Happy Friday. It's uh, There's a lot of cool stuff happening. Um, I'm hoping that my NFL team makes it out of the weekend to survive one more week, but they have to beat Tom Brady uh, on Monday night. I don't know if they're going to do that. I'm, after last weekend, man, my, my pro team lost and my college team lost in the championship. It was just a sad weekend all the way around. That's why I'm happy uh, to have people like uh, Governor Mike Huckabee, and Bethany Mandel joining us uh, today uh, because they always put a smile on my face, and that's and that's good. I, the reason I book guests is so that they make me laugh. Uh, that's that's the way it works. Anyway, Bethany is the executive editor of the Heroes of Liberty book series, and if you have not gotten these books for your kids, you are missing it. I am telling you, my kids, when the new one comes, they fight over who gets to take it and keep it. And Bethany, I don't. We didn't even talk about this, but your last. Your last book was Elon Musk, and I'm, I'm, you know, talk about a relevant, timely, hot uh, personality that even kids know about in school and what's going on. And so, I mean, whether their teachers like him or hate him, he's certainly being talked about. And mine nearly came to blows over who got the book first. I love it. Yeah, we, we kind of took a chance on that one because we have to go into production, you know, six to eight months in advance, and we kind of... Bet, bet the bet the store is that what what is the saying? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We we took a chance and we're like, we think he's going to be relevant in six and eight months, and we were right, thank God. And it was yeah. it's been a very popular, um, been a very popular uh, title. Well, and I think one of the things that's important about the Heroes of Liberty series is that you're not coming out saying these people are perfect. Um, yes. and, and that's kind of what the left, the left only wants to hold up icons in, in their minds of history that never made any mistakes. But what I love about heroes of Liberty is that whether the, the person's perfect or imperfect, uh, or, or, or whatever, there, there are big principles that they stood up for, that they fought for, that they overcame because we, we want to be able to point to people and say, see, there's a way to, there's a way to do it better. And, and some of them have figured that out. So I really strongly recommend you going to heroes of Liberty. Uh, if you want to do the monthly subscription, it's like 19 bucks a month. It's really reasonable. And then you get the new title sent to your house. And the, how many have you published so far uh, altogether, Bethany? Because I've, I've lost count. I think about 15 now. So go and do it. It's heroesofliberty.com. And you can use my promo code KMC. Uh, you'll get a discount when you uh, sign up. All right, Bethany, uh, you write for a lot of different people, but the Deseret is kind of where you hang your shingle. And uh, this last week, you've you've called 2023 uh, in some perspective. You've said 2023 year of faith. What do you mean by that? What is it going to amount to? Why are you saying this at this time? Yeah. So if you log on to Apple Podcasts and if you did so in the beginning of the year, um, you kind of would have been taken by by surprise because of the four top podcasts at the start of the year. Three of them were about the Bible or faith, um, catechism in a year, Bible in a year, and um, and another sort of similar one um, about that. 
Uh, and right now, if you look at Apple Podcasts, Catechisms in a Year is still number three. Um, Bible in a Year is number seven. So um, people are sort of taking their New Year's resolutions, and, and they're not just deciding, you know, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to eat healthier, and they're deciding they, they want to better themselves spiritually. And, and so it seems that they're doing so by trying to become more familiar with uh, with doctrines and and scripture and yeah yeah well so here's something interesting and you and I did not I did not plan on talking to you about this until I saw the uh, article and that was just minutes before we went on the air but um, my pastor made the observation a few weeks ago this was in the towards the end of 2022 and 2022 for a lot of pastors was a really hard year because. Uh, and, and there's a lot of pastors that burn out. There's like 1,500 uh, a, a year that are leaving their calling and going back into, you know, some other form of uh, vocational uh, support. Um, but for him personally, he said 2022 was a really good year. And he said the reason that he felt that way is because normally when he told people what he did for a living, especially former high school friends and stuff, they would laugh him off the planet and say, ha ha, no, not ever you, you would never be a pastor, blah, blah, blah. But in 2022, when he would have those conversations, they would ask, well, what made you do that? And we think that you have something that the rest of the world is kind of looking for right now. And the stress of all of the calamity that is going on in all of life, politics, culture, school, uh, all the pressures of progressive Marxism that's being thrown at us in every way that entertainment's trying to attack our value system and, and rewrite yeah. history. And even what we were talking about, Heroes of Liberty, like we're trying to X out people because they did stuff we didn't like, as opposed to learning from the things that they did that, that we don't like. They're, all of these things are kind of piling up on folks, and they're feeling like never before, like they don't have the answers. Like the humanist manifesto is not working out for them in this time of decide for yourself. You're what you're perfectly wise. You've got all the answers. That's not that's not something that they're finding very satisfying. And so he was saying in 2022, people were actually saying, "Hey, we need more of what you have to offer." So in the beginning of 23, to keep in the theme of what you just said. Um, he challenged us a couple of weeks ago to, as a as a church, we have three services on Sunday, two different campuses, uh, probably about 2,500, 3,000 people, something like that, that attend. He's, he's asking us to spend more time reading the Bible on a daily basis and to think about how, um, you know, we can make it more of a piece of the fabric of our life. Because he, he believes that, like the Apple podcast statistics and what his own kind of experience is showing is that more people are going to have questions about it. So in your piece, yep. and, and, and what conclusion do you come to? What does it mean that people are looking in this direction for what they want out of this year? I mean, I think that, you know, especially after the pandemic and people sort of disconnected from their faith, that they're, they're looking for something. They're, there is something missing in, I think, everyone's lives. And people are rightfully sort of realizing um, if they don't have faith, that they need to reconnect with it. I didn't know about the Bible in the Year podcast. I mean, there's tons of Bible reading programs where people have said, hey, if you take this much of a chunk every day, you'll, you'll complete it in one year. Um, but to uh, have a podcast that could go along with that and to have some commentary uh, with that, I think, you know, I, I, love, I love the options that people have now because it's not like it's they have to enroll in seminary or go off for four years to study to, to get actual access to this. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people that I spoke with, I, I 
sort of posited the question of, I want to talk to you if you've, if you've decided that faith is your New Year's resolution. And I didn't say anything in my sort of ask about wanting it to be about these podcasts. And unprompted, the majority of people who responded to me said, this is the podcast that I'm listening to. This is how I'm doing it. Yeah. So it's very popular. Well, that's cool. Uh, so the first week our pastor asked um, the church to kind of consider that, 400 individuals uh, signed up for one of the reading programs, and uh, that was the first week. It'll be interesting to see what percentage of the overall attendance will do that. But uh, I, I'm all in favor of this. I think for a long time, our turning our back to God and his kind of divine wisdom and will for our lives has contributed to a lot of the problems that we have and hopefully we will find some answers for people this year. And certainly uh, the encouragement to do so from your piece uh, makes that all the more energized. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm feeling, you know, mildly hopeful. Yeah, there you, well, and we don't want to disappoint. So I think mildly is, is a good place to be. Hey, Bethany Mandel, Happy New Year again. And thank you for your good work. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. You got it. There she goes. And uh, Perspective 2023 Year of Faith is the name of the article. It's at the Deseret. And uh, you can read it uh, from Bethany Mandel. Good piece, as always. She's one of the brilliant ones out there and uh, really glad she's on our team. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away.